When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. John said we might have an all-cat Super Bowls. All right. All right, y'all. What should we make of Carson Palmer's Bengals career? Will Joe Mixon have his finest season yet? And is it time for Willie Anderson to get into the Hall of Fame? Coming up, we'll answer those questions and more, so get ready for biting analysis and illuminating insights from John the Brain Sheeran, pseudo-psychology, vegan Buddhist recipes, and rune reading from Dr. Hoji the Electric Smoji, and uber-capitalist and borderline fascist ramblings from a man who would make the love child of J.P. Morgan and Joseph Stalin turn in his grave. Daddy-o, mustache, mech-duke, because this, this is the number one Bengals podcast. Wow, that Thank was nice. You. Yeah. So profesh. Thank you, HR. Wow. Well. Profresh, not profesh, because it was fresh and professional. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah we're going to start, like, kind of sticking to an agenda, having a little regimen. Yeah. We've been getting a little willy-nilly right. the last exactly. few weeks. Yeah. Don't, don't yeah. throw out agenda with Daddy. He'll take that the wrong way. <laughs> That's true. Well, welcome to the Number One Bengals Podcast. I'm your host, Daddy McDook. I'm joined as always by Dr. Roger Electric Smoji and John Willie Nelson Sheeran and... Of course, we have HR in the room. I'm talking about Richard Janchow. Did I read that right? I think I did. No. no. It is probably your best yet. Thank you. Bridget Jankars. And we have a very exciting show. We have a very special guest who paid a lot of money to be on the show. Yeah. And we're going to have him on for the final, the second to last segment. But before that, we have some off-season material for you. We're going to be talking about, as Bridget said, we're going to be talking about the legacy, if you can call it that, of Carson Palmer. We are going to be talking about Willie Anderson and the Jungle to the Hall campaign. And we are going to talk about Joe, Mixon, Joe Mixon's efficiency and effectiveness this year. But first, we've got to talk about TV because they have just released very very insightful the fun podcast a fun podcast it's called mr believe me dear and it is about all the kind of behind the scenes thing about the show mr belvedere that nobody really knew when they were filming that like you know like mr belvedere was actually from the bronx and wow. he faked his accent yeah and you have wesley the child was actually a very established uh, theater, you know, actor who was just walking around on his knees. Nobody knew that either. So a lot of fun things about that wow. show. Yeah. Can't and, uh, watch that. You gotta, you gotta listen to that and watch that and bring that to you. But also, make sure that you like and subscribe and comment and turn on notifications and leave messages in the chat. But most importantly, to share the podcast with your friends. Tell them, I watch this. Yes, I'm not ashamed of it. And by the way, we took a poll of what fans want to see in terms of merch and it seems yeah, like merch. the most popular opinion is the mustache and beard of me and hoji and so we are going to get working on making that merch for you so yeah 
Yeah. Does John. the curtain match the drapes? That's what they want to know. Right. John, how are you doing? Doing good, man. But I feel like, I don't know. It feels a little unfair, especially to Bridget, because, you know, grow, growing facial hair is a little bit harder for her, but also for me, because I don't really grow like that good of facial hair. So yeah. I feel like I'm. What? You've got the eyebrows. I'm a little down. discriminated against. I'll be honest with you. I'm just a little. Well, bit... well like in the DNH sports logo, John, you, you have the hats. You have the hat represents the John. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Brains can't grow hair. Yeah, were they, was anyone interested in like also the profile of a very long mid-30s lady's hair and eyebrows for John? The, the H represents the HR in the DNH. Mm. Have that. I, I oh, want to use whatever that? you're using on your hair for my beard, the conditioner or something. Is this natural fruit juices or what is it, Bridget? Because it looks great. Oh, yeah. Mitchell. That's so, it. Okay, so jungle to the hall. Let's get to the jungle to the hall. And a lot of people are saying, put Willie in, insert Willie in, into the Hall of Fame, thrust Whoa. Willie in. All these different Whoa. things they're saying to and get people Willie Anderson. Saying it just like Monetization, that. Daddy-o. They're saying NSFW, get Willie Anderson. NSFW. Yeah. yeah this but Willie Anderson basically belongs in the Hall of Fame. And uh, John knows it more than anybody. But our good friend, Bengal Jim Foster, has a campaign. He's run a campaign. And he gets all of the all of the, 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 what do you call it, the peasant, peasants and the vulgars and all those people to come out and show Riff their raff. support. Yeah, for the, the rank and file Bengals fans to come out and, and show their support because obviously, you know, that can impact the, the kind of the PR for these organizations. And John, what do you think is going to happen? Is it going to have an impact? Are we going to get Willie in? I don't think he's going to get in anytime soon. I feel like if anyone has a chance, it's going to be either Ken Anderson or Ken Riley, just because they've waited a longer time. I think there has been new, I don't want to say legislation, but there's been new rules with Hall of Fame where it's like more senior candidates can be uh, inducted. So there'll be more consideration for those people first. I think with Willie, I think there just needs to be more time with him. It's just hard with him playing in an era where the Bengals just were not good at all. And despite that, he still had the accolades of Pro Bowls and All-Pros. But unfortunately, like the, the voters, they will account for team success. They will account for how you impact how good your team was. And unfortunately, Willie's impact as a phenomenal right tackle, arguably the greatest of his generation and maybe of all time, it still didn't change the good fortunes of the Bengals of the team. But the more successful the Bengals are now, I think it makes the organization the franchise look better to those people who are very antiquated so i'm gonna i'm gonna say no for willie right now but down the road maybe what do you think about anthony munoz and his new role that help at all yeah i think like it's nice that he's kind of involved in that part of the process unfortunately it's not necessarily i don't think going to help with like convince the voters to vote for Bengals, but obviously they have a ton of respect for him and what he what he's done with everything outside of football so maybe but still i still think it's just a little too early for willie so um i want to move us to, to hit the puberty of his hall of fame career willie mm -hmm. before he's ready yeah well i yeah. know daddy wants to talk about his favorite person next but i have to take offense to the rank and file bengals fans right. at that event Riffraff. They're important. No. Why yeah. do you take offense? You don't like seeing their there. faces? You think you're better than them? You think that you don't, you can just say, hey, I don't want to ever see you 
and and stay out of my way because I'm one of the elites. You can't do that. What? <laughs> I just, what have you just done, Daddy? You, you think because that, that was a masterful ticket That was a masterful turn. What is saying the season ticket holders have no. Only the season ticket holders, what? You get to vote for the Ring of Honor, now you're the only ones who even get to show up at the stadium? Come on, that's ridiculous. Okay, let's move on to Carson Palmer's legacy. And again, legacy is most definitely a strong word. You can yeah. use legacy for a guy who had about one good regular season, if you will. Yeah. But look, he had been a, a leg. Egregious. There's a lot of controversy on Twitter when one brilliant person who thinks, kind of goes against the grain, and thinks outside the box, he came out and he said, come on, maybe Carson Palmer wasn't so great. Wait a minute, it was you. Inside, well, doesn't really matter, does it? But it does. John, we, we had a little back and forth and John agreed with me that Carson Palmer What, what was is the purpose of this? Is, is it just because so, you got ratioed on Twitter? It's the off season. Yeah, I got yeah. ratioed and, and this is, uh, I don't and, to get ratioed and, again and, by responding on Twitter, yeah. Yeah, and, and if I might point out, uh, Daddy, what is that I mean, you, you, it looks like you have a Joe Burrow bobblehead. Those aren't out yet next yeah. to you. Yeah. I mean, is that just a, is that just a Carson yeah, Joe Palmer? Burrow, yeah, no, I was, so I went down to the stadium. It was on the, the corner of Elm and Petro's Way. I went there and they were selling Bengals memorabilia. And the guy actually had a Carson Palmer bobblehead. And I said, no, no way. Get that out of my face. He said, I'll be right back. And he brought me the Joe Burrow. Uh, bobblehead that that right is there. a Carson Palmer bobblehead. They just put the the first one he brought was that's true, but this one you're saying you can't is, tell the difference between that bobblehead and a Joe Burrow bobblehead. It says Joe Burrow on the bottom. I mean, it is a very do all ugly quarterbacks depiction. look alike to you? No, not all quarterbacks. Do all white quarterbacks look alike to you? It's yeah, a, it's yeah. a very look. It's a very I, ugly depiction of Joe Burrow. I would say they could, I would say that he could even file for defamation from the way they made him look. They really made him look like Carson Palmer. I mean, it and the fact disgusting. that you, the fact that you bought it from a homeless man who he, disappeared for a minute and came back with this with a bobblehead very quickly that no one yeah. else can find because no one's been able to find the Joe Burrow bobblehead yet. But 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 here's the thing, here's the thing. Why would anybody sell Carson Palmer? Why would they ever own it? Why would they not burn it like like we burned his jerseys? But look, John, I want to talk about Carson Palmer's performances. Now he had that one uh, regular season where he had about five you know, Hall of Fame caliber players on the offense. And he had a, they had a lot of momentum. They were doing really well. And basically, John, other than that, if you look at in, in the playoffs, he had one real game where he finished the game for the Bengals. And John, it was against the Jets. And I don't know if you saw that game, if you're too young, but he had an A-N-Y-A, so adjusted net yards per attempt of, let me see if I'm reading this right, because it's so small, I have to get my reading glasses. 2.18, John, 2.18. I didn't know that you could throw the ball and end up with two yards per attempt. And he also had a quarterback rating of 58.3. And- Seems more of a shove than a throw rating. Yeah, he was more of a little shove. But here's the thing, John, also in prime time, uh, of course, is, and by the way, that playoff game against the Jets, all of those numbers were, were significantly lower than what one A.J. McCarron had in a terrible game offensively, where it was raining and they didn't do anything for three quarters. He has still had way better numbers than Carson Palmer. And then you go to, John, 
you go to his Cardinals career because he says, hey, the Bengals are a mess. They're this. Joe Burrow shouldn't go there. Joe Burrow. Then they go to the Super Bowl. He's like, oh, Joe Burrow shouldn't stay there. They're not going to get him a line and all that kind of nonsense. So he goes to the Cardinals and he says, this is a real NFL team, right? And they put a great roster around him, great coaching. And, you know, they're Super Bowl contenders. And he has an MVP caliber season with the top three, top five voting MVP that year. So no one could say, oh, he was injured. He was this. All the excuses they make. He was having a great season. And then, John, what does he do? He throws six interceptions in two games. Six interceptions wow. in two games. And he, trying to find out the numbers here. But now, Dad, you, how long ago was all this? How long are you going to keep that talking? Was yeah, you, I was 30 seconds? What's what's you're just, like, just going to cut wait, me off in 30 I just, seconds. I just want to know, I just want to um, know, like, how long ago did these events happen in history? This was, the, the Cardinals one was, was five, six years ago. Six years ago. Well, Carson Palmer is one of the most talented quarterbacks to ever wear a Bengals jersey because he was Whoa. a number one overall pick yeah. who won a Heisman Trophy. He was a legitimately he great a quarterback. He Cincinnati, John. Who, okay. who gives a crap? In 2005, so, he was Peter really Warwick good. In 2006, he was ever? also really good. He got injured in 2008 after a down year in 2007. He continued to be injured in 2009 when they just ran the ball 400 times. Then in 2010, the team was a joke, and he wanted out of there because the but team he was, was a John, joke. John, John, he was John. the reason they were a joke. John, John he threw was 20 that, interceptions. Wait, and then he, wait, then he John, changed teams John. a few years later, and then he was still he was really terrible, good at 35 wait, years old. Terrible on the uh, Raiders. Right. John, Justin Palmer was a much better quarterback than he was. I have a question. I wasn't talking about that. John, was it Heisman with an S or with a Z? Because Hold the on. quarterback I was coaching won the Heisman with the Z, and I'm telling you that was a very easy thing to win. John, here's what I want to say. You compare them to Dalton. On Twitter, they were saying, oh, we would have done the same thing we did this year with Burrow with Palmer if he was healthy. That's what I'm saying is a lie. No, Palmer would not have won us three no. playoff games. No way. McCarran made so this, once, whole never... segment, this whole segment is to justify the crappy bobblehead that Daddy O got on no, the No, Bridget, corner. you have to, listen, Bridget, you have to understand, on this show, that. on this show, once in a while, we descend into this weird obsession that Daddy O has with. Oh, I know. So so we're we're money. Okay, it look, reminds you, you of some, Duke, some people who are obsessed with money. China or some people who are obsessed with... I paid for tickets, man. You got, it was a mess. You okay, got look. duped. You got duped. You now own a Carson Palmer bobblehead. That's not the Carson let's Palmer. Let's talk about yeah, You didn't Ford. land on Carson let's Palmer. Carson Nixon. Palmer landed on let's, us. Let's the talk poor about guy, Let's talk about It now. was very hot. Let's, no, it was very hot last week. The poor guy put his Joe Burrow bobblehead in the sun, and it ended up looking deformed like Carson Palmer. Look, let us move on to the Joe Mixon discussion, John, because I want to know what you think. You studied offensive line. You loved offensive line. And you, and you finally have an offensive line. And so does Joe Mixon, John. What does that mean? Because look, he's entering the, let's be honest, he's entering the point in his career where running backs who run as hard as him and with as such bad lines as him tend to have a little less zip, a little less pop, right? So we have this combination where Joe Mixon, who arrived in 2017, after we lost Whitworth, after we lost our, our best offensive lineman, he finally has a top 15, let's say, offensive line. So is he still at the point where, basically, is he going to have that season? Is he going to have that 1,500-yard, 1,800-yard season where, yes. you know? What year is it? Like, are, are, are the Bengals, do they want to be the Colts where they just lean on Jonathan Taylor and then don't get into the Well, playoffs? they said they want to, they can't, they said that teams are going to every, every team, every team wants to run the ball into the dirt until they realize it's not 
the optimal way to run an offense. Every because running the ball inherently is just safer. It's not pushing. We're gonna the ball say efficiency the wise. Let's say efficiency wise. Is his efficiency gonna go up? Is he gonna F- run efficiency more? Efficiency should go up, and that should be the point. Like yep. the whole thing with Mixon is that for what four or five years now, he's had to struggle behind a bad offensive line because they've tried to build the offensive line after investing a high draft pick in a running back which is the opposite of what you should try to do so now they're paying Mixon 10 12 million dollars a year to get optimal production out of him and they couldn't do that because the offensive line matters more than the running back himself now they have the offensive line in place Mixon luckily is still in his prime he's still very athletic he can make something out of this offensive line he can be a more efficient runner and he can get more yards per carry all that jazz I don't think it means that they should run him 300 350 times into the dirt behind that offensive line the offensive line will also just block for Burrow better and that will lead to them passing the ball better and then you can be more diverse you can be more unpredictable and then that will also help Mixon as well because you're not running in obvious running situations because you have to because you can't rely on the pass protection so the efficiency will go up I'm not sure that the total attempts will go up and I don't think it needs to yeah that I, I, I yeah that's what I was trying to say but good job I, because John John you would agree that okay fine this is a different NFL and the quarterback and passing mat- matters more but the best games the Bengals had last year also happened to be Joe Mixon's best games yeah but see John what he's saying and what we've realized is that you have the best games when the passing offense is working and and what I was trying to say John is that we're not going to maybe have this big of chunk plays the 30 yard pass plays that that Joe Burrow excelled in last year because they're saying they'll try to take it away from us so I'm saying maybe maybe we have you know more pass attempts, shorter pass attempts, and we have more situations where we have a third and two and so forth, yep. and maybe 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 Mixon is, is more involved in critical situations. But okay, let's go to Joe Burrow. Speaks up. Yeah. Wait, hold on. We have a do we have a surprise guest here? Not yet. Dario cares. Okay. Gotcha. Joe Burrow, yeah, he only paid for seven minutes. But Joe Burrow speaks up. And uh, so here's the thing. Insta Burrow. Yeah. Joe yeah. Burrow well, I, I take went it. on Instagram but- and he said, and I quote Sorry, get the paper here. He said, I am not for murdering babies. And this caused a lot of commotion. It caused a lot of controversy. I didn't know it was such a debated topic. I didn't know that, that it was such a hot button topic, if you will. You but didn't know abortion or you didn't. Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. Time out. Murdering you babies. Did, he said you, he's yeah. against it. Yeah. You didn't know abortion was a hot topic or hold on, let me guess. Yeah. You didn't know that abortion had anything to do with fetuses. No, no, no. I just read the first line of his post. It said, I am not for murdering babies. And I thought, I thought it was obvious. I agreed with it. But apparently a lot of people did not. And I thought that was interesting. John. Bridget, what do we do in this scenario? He's behind that mustache. Yeah. Yeah. What do we do in this scenario, really? I mean, it's it's such a tough scenario. Go back and re- you guys let me read the first line. At least I read the first line. So but, first yeah. off, hold on, hold on. So, I think we have to. For, do you know how babies are born? I think we need to <laughs> we start don't have at the time basics. For that. We don't have time for that. I think he thinks a stork is involved. Go ahead. And you know, with who he is, let him let him think that uh, he he doesn't vote. We know that. Um, so Joe Burrow shared. I, I think what we need to make really clear is Joe Burrow shared a post, um, and I I don't remember the name of the account of the the post he shared. So this is not something Joe Burrow wrote on his own. It's uh, he shared a 
what I would call pro-woman post. Um, other people may not agree with me. That's my yeah, opinion, that. and that's how that that's how I took it. Um, I really appreciated it. I take offense. A seven-year-old intern to the Instaflammatory post. I thought it was Joe Burrow using his platform, um, but he shared the account. CJ Uzama shared the exact same post from the exact same account. Uh, Typical to CJ, just copying yeah, everything. Following Burrow about six or seven hours ago today, um, but this is not something like Burrow came up with. This three-page. Uh, Pro woman post. This was this Bridget. Bridget, I, I shared it too, just for the record. Yeah, but that's okay. the three of us. Thanks. Yeah, but they just Thanks they all so just pay attention to Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the same thing that he did a couple weeks ago. Like he's getting praised for doing the absolute bare minimum, and it's not a bad thing that he's doing the bare John, minimum. John, you sound jealous too, John. I'm not jealous. I'm just saying it's okay. good that what he's doing, but people yeah. are making a huge deal out of it. Yeah. Good, it's not good. Safe. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's a nice gesture. Um, I will say I appreciate athletes have a big platform. I appreciate him using it to acknowledge something that means a lot to me. I'm yeah. sure others who don't agree with it don't like it, and that's the well, media debate. See. Yeah, and I think it's a nice uh, a nice segue. segue yeah. To so the next so yeah. Let topic. us see if our next guest agrees or disagrees. And wants to debate. You want to put him on that the spot is... about the big issues. Yeah. Okay. So now I want to welcome Mr. Greg Landeslide to the Landsman. show. Landsman. Landsman. Greg's yeah. Landsman. Yeah. Here we go. Welcome. Daddy welcome. cares. Thank Here you for go. having me. It's yeah, quite a thank show. You. Yeah. So, Mr. Landeslide, <laughs> you. Landsman. Landsman. You are a councilman. Yeah. Which we learned from Reggie Wilson. Who was yeah. on our show reggie williams who was on our show yeah he was a councilman yeah. he was a councilman and he played yeah. in the nfl which yeah so we kind of like him better than Nine. you greg because he was both a bengal and making the city of cincinnati better are you gonna try out for the bengals anytime soon if they if they'd have me i'd try out okay you know you never so, know so greg i'm i'm looking at your resume here yeah i see that you started the the every child capitalist campaign <laughs> And I think that makes sense to me. But then I started to read the details and it says what? It says, let us give these free books to economically disastrous children. And uh, he can't and I, read. <laughs> he needed one of those books. Well, my, my question is this, yeah. what, what happens there? Because all these booksellers, they just yeah. make a living yeah. and you are, I don't want to use the word communist obviously yeah. on yeah because i know that's probably not good for you the books get paid for we pay for the books Ooh, okay uh, yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah okay that's uh, private taxes yeah no this was philanthropy does so philanthropy pays uh, or paid for the books uh and kids get them or got them for years and years uh for free kids that uh, whose parents might not otherwise have a bunch of books or yeah uh, you know not because the books are expensive necessarily just just time, you know? And so uh, the way it works is every kid gets a book for um, the first five years of their lives uh, every month. So they get 60, 65 books and, you know, they start reading uh, at night more often with their parents. And it's just, you know, it makes a big difference in terms of brain development and the relationship with the parent. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, so. And, and so the thing is, so when I was, well, I wasn't under five, but you know, I, they basically, they looked at my height and they let me sign up. <laughs> the thing is they used to tell us this fairy tale that Dolly Parton, 
uh, yeah. delivers the books to your house when you're asleep or yeah. something yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. But Dolly but Parton that is huge to, on our island. Yeah, you seem to have it's, her, that room. Yeah, yeah. it's her. Found, she. I don't know what the number is. We've done. Uh, we've done over a million books here in Cincinnati. I she, she's been at this. It's her program. Uh, I I can't imagine the number, but she does it all over the country. So it's got to be tens of millions, maybe a billion books. I don't know. It's a lot of books. Wow. It's a lot of there. books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have a lot of critical theory in them, is what I'm hearing. No, there's no critical no. race theory. No critical theories. Okay. They're just children. I'm no, critical sorry, theories Mr. like mind, like teaching them how to think and all that. But but they're okay with that. Mr. Landsman, I apologize on behalf of my guest. He knows nothing about politics, but I have come with some question, f- okay, questions. Okay, away. Yeah. Okay. Senator Landsman, <laughs> what about Billy, a six-year-old vegan whose parents consistently forget that honey is not a vegan food? He lives without any basic human rights, consuming bee urine infested, supposedly vegan foods. What can you do for Billy? And Senator Landsman. For Billy? Yeah. What about Trisha, yeah. a 30-year-old real estate agent who despises using petroleum gas guzzling cars but can't currently afford an electric vehicle with all the options she needs, such as panoramic sunroof? What can we do for Trisha, Senator Landsman? And yeah, Senator yeah. Landsman, let's not forget about Herman. Herman has created his own language, and yet everyone from his employer to his landlord insists that he translate all of his writings into English. Senator, how can we help Herman? You know... I'm assuming that this is a, sort of a take from the the Joe Burrow retweet because it wasn't that how Burrow it isn't wasn't that the uh, the content. No, no, this is just how I talk. Yeah, this is just how I talk. Oh, okay, it's because he's, he's the said, only one who knows these people. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know any of these people, so I'm not entirely sure how we can help. Billy Trisha Herman. Yeah, Billy. <laughs> I just, I hope there's a way to help. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not clear. Well, let, me, let me ask you about What about this? Hoji? He's yeah. stuck on a dead-end job. Yeah. Hosting some show supposedly about the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. What can you do for Hoji? No, I'm kidding. I just hug him, you know, and tell him that he's I loved. Him. And, yeah, you know, and that he's special and not to give up. So I will step in because my co-hosts just cannot be trusted with company. So Greg and I have known each other for a long time um, doing work for kids and families. And so one of the things I love about being a Bengals fan is getting to celebrate the city of Cincinnati and doing great things. Greg has been on city council and now he's running a campaign that'll what cover Hamilton County District 1. But Greg, like, First of all, tell us a little bit like about your Bengals fandom, but also like, what does this mean for the city and how are you thinking about just making Cincinnati the best that it can be? Because I know as Bengals fans, we we think we're on the up and up, but what does that mean to you? So it's a huge thing for the uh, the city to have the Bengals be as successful as they were uh, last year. I mean, economically, it's a it's huge boost, uh, you know, in terms of just the amount of people around the the country, around the world that are watching Cincinnati, thinking about visiting Cincinnati. Uh, it, it's just, you know, it's the number of eyeballs on Cincinnati has just, you know, grown exponentially because of how well the Bengals did last year. It also helps, I think, with, you know, sort of the collective pride and a sense of possibility um, when you have a team that's, you know, doing as well as they did and, in the way in which they did it, right? No one really thought they could do it. And and there was, you know, even when they got to the playoffs, we all thought, well, you know, we're gonna lose in round one and then we didn't. And then, 
you know, we beat the Chiefs and then we somehow beat the Titans and then we, you know, get to the last two minutes of the Super Bowl. Uh, so, uh, you know, I think it has a huge impact. And so in my own personal uh, relationship with the Bengals is, you know, I was uh, in sixth grade in, 18, in 1989. So I, you know, this was, you know, formative for me when they went to the Super Bowl and I was so in, I was, you know, I was the biggest Bengals fan. And then, you know, it was awful for a long time. And so when you go and you think, hey, this is the greatest team ever. And then for the rest of your childhood, it's a disaster. <laughs> you know, it's hard to trust them. And so I have a hard time watch. I don't go to the games anymore. Uh, I wish I could. I'm too nervous. I, I'm too emotional. Maybe this year I can, you know, sort of get past that and go to a game. Um, but every time I, I, I've tried to get, you know, to games here and there, but I always regret it because I'm just so emotional that I just, it's easier to watch at home. Oh, yeah. no, we're out of time. Yeah. Well, Greg, I mean, I mean, he paid a, a, a very huge sum to be on I the paid show, absolutely nothing. To exactly be on for seven minutes. That, that's a huge sum around here. That's like our paychecks. <laughs> yeah, that's how much but we get paid, too. The, the so. question the question Senator Lansman is, what did you pay in dignity? Because you've <laughs> lost a lot of it by coming here. <laughs> Mr. Landslide, so I want to go to <laughs> patreon.com slash Sports. And I want to tell you about our campaign. And our campaign yeah. is very much tied to the Bengals' success as well. The more they win, the more money we make also. And so the Bengals, okay, they were not winning for a long time. And so we were yeah. just getting by with, with five patrons for about $50 a month. Then they go to the Super Bowl and we're up to six, believe it or not, six patrons. <laughs> and the thing is, that is how we buy so much of the greatest stuff that we do <laughs> for Bridget, we got her, uh, well, we, we told her to steal a laptop stand from her work. <laughs> that was, and uh, we got, yeah, we got her lights from Walmart that um, sometimes work. And so I'm asking you to do what you can when you're on the streets, talking to the people, speaking the truth, to get out there and tell them, look, support the Namon Bengals podcast if you love your city, if you love your community. Yeah. So, yeah, what, I what do you have it. to say? Yeah, we I need the thirteenth member of the Supreme Court to Senator Lanzman do it for us. <laughs> I will, I will definitely uh, share it, and I will be, I will be a viewer. I will, I will be a fan. Uh, this was very funny. Thank you. And I'm a big fan of Bridget. She's one of my favorite people, and you know. Thank you. She does yeah. great Thank work here. Yeah, great work. Yeah. Cheap work. Great work. Yeah. Thank you, Greg. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Okay. Well, I guess we can wrap this one up. So, John, any final thoughts about where the Bengals are headed and where the offseason is headed? When will we have actual things to talk about? Yeah, I feel like Carson Palmer would go like 14 and 3 with this team. I agree, Daddy. Okay, I, let's just wrap this up. So, I, I, I just yeah. want to, hey, John, I don't know if you saw on Twitter, um, Elmo got vaccinated. Uh, puppets are getting the COVID vaccine now. I just. I don't know. If I you did saw see that. that. Yeah, it's great for yeah, Elmo representing representing the puppet community, mm -hmm. making you know use of his platform and doing something that's well, right. Apparently, he didn't take puppets. to it because he's very red now. If you look at me and Hoji, we have very natural skin well, tones. Well, Elmo is you know, Bridget. Distant. Last time I went, last time I went to get vaccinated, believe it or not, they actually turned me away. They said you've been vaccinated too many times. Can you believe that? I, I mean, I, I think said there's a Goldilocks approach to vaccination. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I think that's all we have for this show. 
So for John Willie Sheeran. No, John Willie Nelson Sheeran. Willie Nilly Sheeran. Yeah. Too many Willies here. And HR and Dr. Richard Electric Smoji and Greg Land Slide. Very nice Man, of him to come on Landsman. the show. Yeah. That's all we have. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends to follow the show, like the show. We'll see you next time. So long. SVT. Bye. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.